hello welcome to harmony podcast the podcast that explores the intricate connections between environment lifestyle and culture welcome to another episode of our discussion and as you all know that over the past two weeks we have been discussing about food sustainable food and how it affects and relates to the environment for this new episode i have a guest i have a very influential person who will be joining me to discuss on the topic food security and healthy lifestyle i am being joined by dr fk mole a lecturer at bangor university uk our interest is in the connection of people and their natural environment the links between sustainable development, food security, and healthy lives from the core of our work. She has a great interest in urban environment and agroforestry. Welcome to the show, Dr. Mole. Yeah, thank you so much for your time and for joining us on this episode as we discuss things that will be relating to food security and healthy lifestyle to start with dr Mole, um looking at human and food what is the need to be food secure well there's there's, there's many ways of looking at it um there's the, the biophysical way without food we simply won't exist right we need food simply for our bodies to function um so that's a type of food security that we that you know, that people, that medically, lots of people are interested in. Uh, in that sense, it means that you have, a, not just, you don't eat just enough calories, which was often the case, but we want to look at things, you know, that you get a, a good enough nutrition. So looking at the de- definition of food security is having at all times and all places, uh, being food secure, having enough food, enough access to food, enough availability of food, having choice of food and the food items that you want. So simply getting enough calories, which is what many aid programs uh, provide, but it's also having a variability, a choice, diversity of different foods, because eating just rice is not just unhealthy for your body, but it's also a bit boring to most people. And uh, so we do like to have, you know, variety, have variety and eat some fruits, eat some vegetables, having amazing different foods. Um, so that's the, that's the sort of link between the basic needs, getting that sustenance for your body, but then there's the interesting part of your mind and how we culturally connect with food. Because food is, food is essential for much more than just, you know, being able to breathe. It also brings lots of people together and having shared experiences. So a healthy lifestyle, I think, is is something that is away from stress mm. or at least too much stress. Some stress is good because it also provides us motivation, right? Having, having a deadline makes that you actually finish the, the thing that you need to do. And after you've finished that assignment, you actually feel some happiness. So that is really important in terms of our own self, self well-being as our self-esteem. All right. Thank you so much, um, Dr. Mole. What do you consider to be a healthy lifestyle? 
Oh yeah, life, healthy lifestyle. So there's a balance. There's an essential balance, and that is the body, the mind, uh, and the and that means that we have enough physical activity, that we eat nutritious food, but that we're also happy and content in our social setting. That we have people that love us, that we love other people, that we have security, that we know that we have a, a safe bed to sleep in at night, that we know that our children are cared for, that we know that we will have food tomorrow to give to our children. Those are all parts of a healthy lifestyle. Mm. Yeah. All right, the Dr. Muli. Now let me ask you. Healthy lifestyle and um, food security, is, is there a connection? Do you think there's any connection? Well, I mean, so I, I kind of hinted on it previously. Being healthy is very much about healthy body and healthy mind. Mm. So having nutritious food and having and knowing that that exists or getting that on a regular basis, which means every day, uh, that allows your body to, to develop healthily, especially with young children, that they develop in the right pace that they're supposed to be develop, developing. Not too much of one thing and too little of something else, but a very balanced meal. But on top of that, it's the mind. It's the mind for us to know that we are food secure, that we are enjoying the foods that we eat that we get enough nutrition from the different uh, foods and in the different meals that we have. Uh, sharing that, having joy and knowing that everyone around us is eating those same meals. Mm. Uh, having rituals surrounding food. If I think about going home, because I travel a lot, and when yeah. I go home, my first thing is always thinking, oh, I look forward to seeing my family and my friends that we're gonna share a meal together. Mm that it gives me a lot of joy and comfort. All right, let's talk about your interests in agroforestry. Let me ask you, agroforestry as a tool for food security, is this important? Do you think this is important? Yes, I think so. But obviously I'm saying that because I'm building my career on that. But besides that, I think it's, it's hitting Two, stone, two birds with one stone, or we're winning on both sides. So not only this gives it us a nutritious uh, meal, and we're getting enough nutritious food and diversity, it also helps restore degradation in the environment. Because people planting just a monocrop will just give you one thing to eat. If you plant multiple things, you will have diversity in your meals, but also uh, a more healthy soil because you can eat things at different times. Dif uh, crops are ready at different times in the year or in, and therefore you don't have as much soil degradation and erosion than you have in a very intensive system. Wow, this is this is great. Um, I want us to, to, to take this discussion to another area. You know, we cannot talk about food security or agroforestry as a tool for ensuring food security without linking it up with the SDGs. And you know, one of the SDGs that um, is important for us to note now is the second SDG, which is talking about zero hunger. Let me ask you, in this fight for food security and ending hunger, 
what are the important things we must note to achieve the SDG 2 which focuses on zero hunger? Yeah, again, we need to think about that on various different levels. And there's many stakeholders involved in this to achieve this. Uh, obviously, the, the issues that are playing are different in different locations. locations. Some places, you're in food deserts, and that could be an urban environment where simply the food isn't available to you because it's too expensive. So how do you have access then? If you're in a rural area, how do you then get enough food and can you afford your own food? Um, so there's different scales that we're looking at. Is it locally? Is it more regionally? Is it globally? So these are diff- these are complex systems that we're trying to understand currently. What are the best ways forward? And so one of the things that we need to start thinking about carefully as well is our food waste. In some places in the world, there's a lot of waste. And this waste happens in different moments in the chain. So it could be post-harvest waste. So in places where you've got very perishable products, such as fruits. If all of the mangoes come at once and there's no way of getting those mangoes quickly to the market, they might perish. What we can then do is we have systems in place to dry the mangoes so we can preserve them. So that's one way. So having harvests that you know that we that we mitigate the risks of of losing the produce then but in other parts of the world you see that people have their fridges full of food and they can't afford it what then happens and they they, it it perishes within the fridge because they can't finish all the food and that has sometimes has to do with how supermarkets uh, sell the food products so they'll give you a package of five on five apples, even though you're living alone and you know you only have one or two. So that's another thing to think about. So all throughout the value chain, we need to look at where can we make better decisions, smarter decisions that will allow us to reduce the amount of food waste. The second thing that we have to think about is how equally is it distributed? So some parts of the world, we produce a lot of food but it doesn't necessarily reach the people that that need it most. So how can we make a more equitable society where we where we help each other and give each other the right food at the right time? So those are big issues that we're dealing with right now. Um, and some, some models suggest that there's there is enough food for everyone only if we if we share it equally and if we can make sure that we get the right things at the right places at the right time. So those are two two um, main things that we can we can work on, but it takes a lot of effort to work together with different actors, different stakeholders, and everyone needs to be on the same page and wanting the same thing. Uh, a third element is how much we pay for food. So if we look at different countries in the world and how much we we spend on food from our disposable income. There's high variety. So places like Uganda, people might they you might spend 50-60% of their income on food. Whereas in 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 the UK or in the West, people only want to spend maybe five percent. Mm. And those vast differences need to be equalized as well. And that's a challenge as well, because there's big corporations that are involved that 
that, you know, somewhere down the line, someone has to pay the equal cost. So paying fair prices and governments have a role in this as well, because they need to, you know, subsidize the right ways or take subsidies away from other places. Before before I ask you for your final words, because yeah. we have a very short time, we have probably a piece of advice for youth who are working on food security issues across the world or maybe agroforestry issues across the world do you have any advice sort of for them you know keep keep doing it keep keep learning because there's so much we don't know so we're all in this together let's learn together share your findings share your experiences and uh, together we have to create the future wow Wow, important word there. Together we have to create the future. So, Dr. Mole, your final words? My final words are, yeah. Ola, that you're doing a great job. And you are already with this podcast sharing, you know, the essential uh, motivations that people need. And I hope you keep keep doing this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, it is a great pleasure to have you on this episode of Harmony Podcast. Thank you once again, Dr. Molly. Thank you for having me. All right. Thank you so much to all our listeners. I want to let you know that we also have other promising and upcoming amazing editions of this podcast. So I want to say that please be safe and keep living a healthy lifestyle. Thank you.